Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman splaining with me, David Yoder, and my uninformed friend, Dennis St. John. We're talking about the second half of December 1992. Superman comics and the first half of January 1993 Superman comics and that's because it's a four-part story dealing with the Doomsday fight in Superman and the death of Superman nobody ever calls it the death of Doomsday story it's like Doomsday <laughs> dies too you know um, uh, I guess you're, you're <laughs> correct there's good people on both sides right? oh my gosh uh, well the, the thing is nobody cares about Doomsday he's not a character right he's just a smash He's just a smasher. He's a a monster, yeah. And we're going to be doing things a little bit differently today. I found four relatively short news clips, because the death of Superman was a big media story at the time. And so we're going to insert those into the podcast. Dennis and I are going to watch them, and then we'll react to them. We're going to do one at a time before each story. So if you're ready, Dennis, let's watch clip number one. This is the one you sent it to me, and I watched the first like three seconds or ten seconds, and I couldn't I couldn't get through because I was laughing at <laughs> how yeah insane the setup is. <laughs> there's there's some good stuff in here. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. All right, so let's watch the first one. All right, three, two, one, news. It's about to close the book on one of its legendary heroes. Jeannie Most reports, can it be true? Superman will die November eighteenth. At the hands of a villain named Doomsday. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a corpse. Come <laughs> mid-November, Superman will be flying all right to, to heaven. heaven. His ass will grace his casket rather than his chest. After 54 years, DC Comics has decided to kill off Superman. We'll let the cub reporter who used to work with Clark Kent answer his own question. Hey, whatever happened to Superman anyway? They must be killing him off because he wasn't selling enough comic books. Comics, can I help you? The news of Superman's imminent death kept the phones alive at DC Comics. Oh. <laughs> DC Comics confirms that a character named Doomsday will kill Superman. Why? And after 50 some odd years, to get people to notice, sometimes you have to go to extremes. You see, Superman has an image problem. Did you hear what happened or what's going to happen? No. He's no. going to die. Oh, good. I don't, I'm an anti-Superman fan. I don't like him. He's like a Boy Scout compared to other superheroes. Just wait for it. This from a guy who wears a tattoo <laughs> of a bad guy, the Joker. That kid was Teenagers these days ahead of prefer his time. more violent characters, <laughs> ones like the Punisher, Wolverine, the Infinity, the Infinity War. War. They make Superman stunts seem dated. More powerful than a locomotive. The news of Superman's imminent demise was greeted not with grief, but as lies. Yeah, they're not going to kill Superman. I think they do it just to get money, and then, like, he's going to revive in two days. There's too much money tied up in Superman for him to stay dead forever. And nobody knows what his uh, Kryptonian physiology is like. Folks at DC Comics hinted as much, saying there's always hope. We don't know what death means to a Kryptonian. We may find out. And DC Comics says there are no plans to take down the life-size Superman replica in the lobby. 
But the man of steel may be too gentle for today's teenagers. Faster than a speeding bullet. After all, in his entire comic book career, he's only killed three villains. I think he's corny. Yeah, I don't like him. It's a bird. It's a plane. He's kind of a dork. Jeannie Mo, CNN, New York. Has the Man of Steel met his match? An editor at DC Comics says Superman will die November 18th. Mike Carlin says a November comic book will show the demise of the costumed crime fighter during a fight to save Metropolis. The only question is, will Superman stay dead? Carlin is noncommittal, noting, quote, we really don't know what death means to Kryptonians. Interesting. I just realized on this watch through, that second news one, the images of the comics are from the Blaze Satanus War. Yeah, I was going to comment. I was like, because of you, I recognize the comics that they're showing there. <laughs> the the <laughs> satanic Magneto character. What do you think of that Superman statue busting out of the wall in the office of DC Comics? Yeah, that's a nice statue. I'll... It like has like a fake Metropolis behind it and everything. Like, I wonder who sculpted that. Yeah. Um, that kid who has the Joker tattoo, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that kid is was so ahead of his time. That's what DC fans are now, is like that kid. Yeah, I, he definitely saw the Todd Phillips movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that intro is amazing. They're like, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a corpse. <laughs> it's a corpse, yeah. There's like, there's little gems in all of the clips, honestly, so it's going to be fun to interrupt me talking about Superman comics with some media that other people created. All right, so your first question with impossible trivia. We're still doing that this time around, though. And you get five points for a correct answer with no choices. Ten points if you guess it without the question. Two points if you get it with the options. And the bonus question is worth double points. You get to read a Superman comic every 50 points you get to, Dennis. And you're currently at 247, so you're just three points away. So if you don't get enough this time, I'm going to be really wondering what's going on. <laughs> so we should be able to crack it, I think, though. You just need, like, two questions right. All right. So your first one is about that news clip we just watched. No, I'm just kidding. It's for Adventures of Superman 497. What soap opera gets interrupted for Doomsday News in Adventures of Superman 497? Uh, all My Circuits. All My Circuits. That's on Futurama. <laughs> oh, Calculon. <laughs> Doesn't he have, like, a brother that's, like, a trash compactor or something and <laughs> right, beeps when yeah. he backs up? Yeah. Okay, but your actual choices are the young and the justice, B, the brave and the bold, or C, the teen and the titans. Um, these are... I can't believe one of these is real because these are all comic book <laughs> names. Yeah. The young and the justice, the brave and the bold, and the teen and the titans. Uh, I'll say mm -hmm. the brave and the bold because that's at least like a classic Superman Batman comic series. Yeah, and you got that right. That it, it's probably the least ridiculous of those. I thought about making it the young and the just us. Ah. you know, to, like. Uh, and I, I guess the brave and the bold is play on like the bold and the beautiful was a soap opera, right? I think you're right. Okay. You got those images for Adventures of Superman to look at as I'm talking about the comic? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just so you can follow along easily and maybe what I'm saying makes sense. Oh, and I had a whole thing prepared with the news story that I didn't go into. Because I was looking at those late last night. I just like was like, oh yeah, new Superman was like, the death of Superman was a big media thing. 
I found a really good article, surprisingly, on Cracked.com, of all places, <laughs> that I think was written, like, last year. You're going to like this. It was written by a guy with the pen name Maxwell Yes Piddle Lock. <laughs> um, I don't think that was his real name. Well, his Twitter handle is MRMXY, or Mr. Mixie, wink, wink. And he has a blog called Superman 86 to 99, which like he covers like basically what I'm doing, but like in blog wow. form. You should get this guy and on. He's, he's starting from the, yeah, I might want to reach out to him, but I, I definitely want to check out his site. I think I'll try to avoid looking at comics we haven't gotten to yet because I don't want to crib from somebody else's, you know, observations. Right. But the article was interesting because it covers just like some of the questions I was having about like, why did this happen now and everything, you know, and apparently part of this we knew, but the decision for Lois and Clark to get engaged, that was a last minute thing by writer Jerry Ordway, who he was initially going to have Lois turn Clark down, but then changed his mind and had her say yes. And then they couldn't have them get married because of the upcoming Lois and Clark TV show where they wanted to start with the will they won't the you know for the drama of it uh. and stuff and then according to the article jerry ordway would often pitch the idea of to just kill superman <laughs> in meetings that's funny and at uh, just and, and at the same time da- dan jurgens came in with a pitch for superman to die and a, another different pitch for a monster to destroy metropolis which were combined and like they just treated it more realistically as an option of what to do. And so that's why it happened. It wasn't really like this intentionally to be a media like campaign thing or like to get all this attention. I felt bad looking at that news video of the receptionist at DC office. It looks like she was pretty haggard answering the phone. Yeah. There's a point where she's like, Oh my, my. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say, you know, as a comic fan, I think Crisis on Infinite Earths and then the John Byrne reset is a bigger deal for Superman continuity than killing him, you know, because we know killing him is a is a easily survivable condition for Superman, but having your whole universe reset is like not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. But the the first like newspaper that kind of picked it up was just like. I think a guy looking to like fill out some news and it was like referring to that in that news clip, you kind of saw there was that it was like a solicitation magazine called advanced comics. I think that's what it's called with Superman and doomsday fighting. I bought it just because I'm going crazy and buying everything (laughs) tangentially related to the death of Superman, but it just had a, a interview with Mike Carlin and he didn't really say much of anything in it honestly but it's like an early proto diamonds previews magazine sort of thing okay so it's like news and then it just got picked up by other people more and more and more but the best point i think in this cracked article that i read and maybe the most relevant for me as well was that the writer pointed out that this death of superman story created a whole bunch of obsessive comic book fans because it was messy it had backstory continuity and it also built upon that continuity. So it's like, if you wanted to make sense, sense of yeah. it, you, you'd have to track down old issues, read them and 
do a podcast with your pal and okay let's <laughs> really try to figure out what this is about 20 years later yeah more than 30 years later yeah 30 years i think it's funny like just thinking about this with like the speculators comic market like just the other day one of my neighbors who i know well enough to say hi to but i don't really know anything about like he doesn't know anything about me he like just came up to me and he was like you're a comic fan right <laughs> i was like yeah i'm a comic fan he's like do you buy and I was like, oh, maybe. What do you mean? And he tried to sell me, like, Spawn number one because he's like, I got a really valuable comic for you. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe this is still happening, you know? Did he, like, pull you in an alley and open his trench coat to show you the <laughs> Spawn number oh, one? Oh, man. He told me his apartment number. He really tried to pull me into, like, just come on over and I'll. And it's like, you know, what do you think you're going to get for this? Like, five bucks, eight bucks? He had to be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, oh man, you know what? I actually already have it, which I don't, but I was just like... <laughs> That's a good way to get out of that. Yeah. There is, like, still from COVID, kind of a crazy, like, influx, like, with a lot of things, but, like, people are, like me, are paying too much for back issues of comics currently online and stuff. Try to just dig through those local stores and get the real bargains, is what I say. Yeah. Anyway. Let's talk about Avengers of Superman 497, Doomsday, or Under Fire. Jerry Ordway is the writer, the guy that always wanted to kill Superman. Tom Grummet is the penciler, and Doug Hazelwood is the inker. It's number 47 in reading order for 1992, Dennis. Oh, good. I'm glad we know that. Okay, and every page slash spread in this book is four panels, and the next book will be three, two, and then one. So it's kind of building to this event that's happening. And to kind of set up for this story, Dennis, could you read that first excerpt from the comic that you have there? All right. This is from the point of view of Punk Kid. This is totally nuts. I come home from school, get into another fight with Ma, and then all at once, the friggin' Justice League crashes down on us, along with someone called Doomsday. The house is a disaster area. Flames are everywhere. That Doomsday guy did it all and just booked out of here with Superman on his tail. Can't hardly believe Guy Gardner got so busted up. Those two babes, Ice and Fire, might be dead. I can't tell from here. Booster Gold must wish he was croaked. Superman, you're the only one. Help us! Wow. I didn't know you'd go, like, whole hog there with the acting and everything. I'm, I'm curious to see your range here with the other ones that we're going to do. So, yeah, Superman was chasing Doomsday. He was ignoring the kid on fire, or his house was on fire with his mom and his sister and the Justice League. He throws Doomsday into the bottom of the lake so that he can double back to rescue that backward hat kid and the family and also the Justice League. After he rescues them all, the Justice League are, like, being paid medical attention to and guy gardner grabs superman by the arm and he tells him what what does he tell him dennis <laughs> don't miss out boy scout put this doomsday guy in a pine box or i'll crawl off of this gunny and kick both your butts <laughs> yeah very 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 good i believe it and doomsday jumps out of that lake and he takes down a helicopter we're gonna see some repeating themes here <laughs> in these <laughs> issues Superman rescues those pilots and he throws the missiles that they shot at Doomsday so they connect. And then Doomsday crashes down on the Kirby County police car right in front of the police department there. Kirby County. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy that they would never let draw the face of Superman <laughs> and always would have like Kurt Swan draw over it. 
because it looked too weird in the Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someday we should get uh, into that. But maybe maybe sometime I'll read like a Jack Kirby Superman comic or something. Oh man, I have the the book collection of these Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen that Jack Kirby did. It's really fun. I've read some of them. It has I think it might be where that like that tree village came from that is above like Cadmus Labs. Oh yeah. If you know what I'm talking about. It was like a village of like these like motorcyclists and like just like guys that are really into cars and stuff for some reason living in the trees. But um, anyway, Superman and Doomsday are fighting. You know, that's what is going on in these comics. And they're destroying this small town in Kirby County. Doomsday takes out another helicopter and Superman saves the pilots again. Within the same comic, like literally the same beats happen. Maxima shows up after I think she had just taken blue beetle to get medical attention but she's back and ready to fight doomsday lois has to pull jimmy olsen from a taping of turtle boy the kids show that he's doing in addition to working for the daily planet now i guess i don't think he got a very good deal in that contract that the pizza owner didn't read before signing and but anyway they leave to go cover the doomsday story and uh, there's a reporter that's interrupting that soap opera that I mentioned in the trivia to say that 30 people are dead already, hundreds are injured, and Lex 2 and Lex Luthor 2 and Supergirl are watching this on TV. And Supergirl wants to go help, but Lex 2 doesn't want her to go because he says, like, Metropolis needs its defender here and stuff. Um, huh. I, I like. Suspicious. What? <laughs> yeah, right? I think Lex 2, who is really the brain of Lex Luthor 1, as we know already, he figures Superman can handle whatever gets thrown at him. And I do, I did like there was a sequence where Superman tries to, like, hold Doomsday for Maxima to, like, punch. But, like, Doomsday moves too fast and Superman gets punched instead. And in the their ensuing fight, like, they destroy a gas station and gas is leaking everywhere. And then Maxima, like grabs like a light pole or something that causes a spark that this gas station just blows up and then the guardian shows up in the aftermath of that and that's the end of that it's a big explosion yeah which again repeated themes may come up in these comics but we're ready for this second news clip all right let me get ready okay okay i'll do a little countdown three two one dead superman match this week when DC Comics killed off the Man of Steel and about with an underworld villain. Associates Leslie Kane reports the superhero was laid to rest and remembered at an El Toro comic book store on Friday. Superman died in edition 75. The ink and paper format that gave him life 54 years ago did away with him Wednesday. He was in a battle with Doomsday. No, I've never he seen was a, a super villain that was store manager under lock and key underneath like the that. surface and I guess for Hundreds of years, he was trying to break his way loose. He knew he was going to be on camera then. Yeah. Started beating up superheroes and killing innocent folk, and that's what happened. He just battled to the death. I thought nothing could kill him but uh, kryptonite. His death is proving to be a rebirth in comic book sales. The Death of Superman edition comes double-sized, free bag with a pull-out poster and a Daily Planet obituary. We just had a line that just was about 200 people who went around the corner. And it's just been non-stop busyness for about three days. Like when the Cabbage Patch dolls came out. Women screaming, saying, oh, I gotta have that, I gotta have that, because somebody gave up their issue. And women just throwing things and everything. It was incredible. I wanted to run out of there and just kind of duck my head and stuff. Like, 
certainly the man of steel will be missed by his many friends and fans. I'll just always remember him as a strong man, yet yeah. very gentle. He was noble, they got strong, her courageous. Off. She's Lewis Lane. A superman. This is really uh, quite traumatic, hearing he's deceased. And I, seeing that coffin there is incredible. I think I remember him best as a friend, because that's how I knew him. Not as the hero, but as someone who I fought with. Oh, that's the best part. I, I think I probably remember him mostly as a boy, you know, than, than this tragic ending, you know? It's a kind of misty-eyed, you know? Well, what can you say? The greatest superhero ever. Gone. But for a superhero able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, Surely he won't let death be his final chapter. Well, it's kind of hard to keep a good superhero down. Uh, Superman, for the next two months in the super, Superman comics, they'll be going to the funeral, and then the rumors are that they're going to find some way to bring him back, because, you know, with all the powers available to superheroes, you know, they're going to try and bring him back to life somehow. But we don't know how successful that'll be, and, you know, that'll be months away at least until they try. In Lake Forest, Leslie Kane, Orange County News Channel. And most comic book stores in Orange County are already sold out of Superman's 75th edition. A second printing is due out uh, next week. Interesting. I think uh, uh, one thing you'll notice, like, tone difference. Like, they're no longer interviewing people who are like, ah, Superman's lame. Like, now Superman fans are there, you know? I forgot to say in that first clip, those little kids that were saying Superman is lame, if they knew me back in the day, they probably would have beaten the crap out of me. But... Yeah, I, it, since this is an audio format, I'll probably tweet out the links for these videos. But the best part in that video that we just watched is that there's a guy just dressed as Batman. And in the news video, I think it just says Batman, yeah. right? And he's talking about Superman as if he's his pal that he's fought crime with. It's the like 89 Keaton Batman costume. I also really appreciate the guy that owned the shop wearing the tie that... It was kind of hard to tell the first time around watching it, but like they set up a full coffin with a Superman cape, like in the store for people to see to know that like Superman yeah. is dead. That's how you like, do, they went, man. They went all out. That's showmanship. All right. And Lewis now, Lane. Like, <laughs> Lewis, yeah, L O U I S, not Lois. Maybe they didn't want to get sued, but they could call a guy Batman. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> It's interesting they wouldn't get the name of a journalist right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh... All right. Okay, Dennis, I've got another trivia question for you. What makes Doomsday decide to go to Metropolis in Superman in Action Comics 684? Um, it's He hears the sound of the hustle and bustle of the city and is attracted to that to smash. Hmm the sounds of the city well that's not an option that i came up with so i'll throw three other options at you he saw a wrestling ad on tv uh b he likes to put a homing beacon in doomsday or c doomsday heard gotham was already trashed these are all interesting because i think <laughs> other than the homing beacon one they all seem to give doomsday a little more mental credit than i thought he had um mm -hmm. Uh, what seems most likely to you? Though? Honestly, that wrestling ad sounds like the most likely to me because it's so dumb. It is. And I'm going to have you actually read pretty much the whole thing of that. And that's the 
secret number four when we're ready for that. So I'm going to share that document with you now. See, I had to be sneaky, Dennis, because if I put it in the document and then you read it, then you'd be like, oh, I know what this answer is. Because I think, like, nowadays, like, if you're writing the story now, you're like, the homing beacon makes the most sense. But Lex, at this point, doesn't know who Doomsday is, so how would he do that? Yeah, but it's also, and we'll cover it, that there's, like, Superman has some suspicions about, like, where where Doomsday came from, you know, because... This is a new foe for him to face. A foe to face. Okay, so this is the full cover. I kind of hid it because I didn't know if the road sign in the back was a giveaway as well. And this is Superman in Action Comics 684. Doomsday! Or Doomsday is near! Roger Stern is the writer. Jackson Geis. Jace Goose. Gosh, I knew how to pronounce this <laughs> once. I listened to a thing and then I... And Dennis Rodier are the artists. It's number 48 in reading order for 1992. And Roger Stern also wrote a full novelization of the death and life of Superman, which you can see how far I am in that right now. Oh, I'm, almost. I'm well, No, I'm well past the death of Superman because like, I'm in the funeral for the friend aspect in the book because of how it's divided. It's been kind of interesting. It's really just an elaborated version of the comic story, like, whole dialogue from the comics are lifted like into the books themselves so it's like i'm reading it at least two or three <laughs> times over for this um and with this comic every page and spread is three panels per page like i said we're kind of building to bit bigger images and bit bigger and better sequences hopefully um bigger anyway so superman tells guardian to take maxima to a hops I know how to talk to, to a hospital. And he says, I'll stop doomsday. If it's the last thing I do. Wow. He was and right. He, and in that panel, I don't know if you see, there's a theater uh-huh. in the wreckage behind him. Yeah. What movies on that well, uh, marquee? There? It's one of the lethal weapon movies with Mel Gibson, but I don't know which one. Yeah. Maybe it's a new one. You think they'll make more lethal weapons with Mel Gibson? I haven't heard much about Mel Gibson doing acting jobs lately. I don't know what. I'm just saying, do you know him. how many lethal kinda... weapon movies there are? Because I'm not sure. There's at least like four. And the best one is Loaded Weapon, National Lampoon's Loaded <laughs> Weapon. I disagree just because I like Joe Pesci, and I like the ones that Joe Pesci is in. He's in the fourth one where things get really intensified, though, and then, like Chris Rock's in there too and stuff. And Jet Li. I think, yeah, and I think Joe Pesci has like bleach blonde hair in that one. And this is enough of a tangent. Okay, so uh, Superman follows Doomsday's path of destruction. Um, D- Doomsday sends a car with the driver inside flying into the air. And the driver has kind of an existential crisis. And Dennis, would you please read number three and act that out for us? I just want to say, before I get to that, that it seems like this is a lot of dialogue to give this character. <laughs> like, you could yeah, have cut this random dude. more than in half, and it would have been fine. It's um, like two pages, I think, at least, in the comic. But he says, this can't be happening. I must be dreaming it. That's it. I've dozed off at the wheel. Got to wake up before I have an accident. Wake up, Charlie. Wow, must be nearly a mile up. Everything looks so pretty from up here. So real. What is the matter with me? Wake up already. Feels like we're slowing down. (laughs) Oh my God, the car is tipping backwards. This is no dream. I'm going to die. 
Yeah, and if you think Charlie has a large role in this, you know, one of the last four comics with Superman, there's more that I didn't include. Like, he <laughs> is, like, monologuing to himself about, like, oh, no, I'm going to hit, like, the doomsday creature, and, like, I can't stop. And then, like, he talks to Superman for at least a page where Superman's like, hey, did you see that creature and where he went? I mean, I guess this just speaks to, like, that dooms... You can't give any dialogue to Doomsday, so you have to give dialogue to somebody. But the the way this is written of the, like, wait a second. Like, that reminds me of The Simpsons, where Homer's like, oh, we'll be fine as as long as they don't send me to that horrible planet of the apes. Wait a second. (laughs) Statue of Liberty? That's our planet! Yeah, uh, there's many Simpsons things I could think of in relation to this. That There's the episode where Moe asks Homer to wreck his car for the insurance money, and he's, like, trying to drive it off a cliff down a incline or whatever, and he, like, rolls out of the car, but then he, like, magically, like, rolls back <laughs> yeah. into the car, like, and then, like, goes off the cliff with the car. Um I don't know why, but it just popped in my head I, a couple of things with the Roger Stern novel. I Oh, because I was calling Doomsday the Creature. I like that. I don't think it's in the comics, but like in the novel, because like he has to like use more narration and stuff to talk about what Doomsday is doing. He doesn't call him Doomsday until they name him. So he refers to Doomsday as the creature a lot. And I really like just that, like, like reading that and seeing those words like the creature does this. And, yeah. You know, it's fun. And the only other thing that I really pulled that I wanted to mention to you earlier on, Superman has a flashback about like when he was first meeting Lois and stuff, the first interview with Lois after like she attempted to kill her or like she drove her car like off a bridge, but she had scuba gear hidden in the car because she wanted to get Superman to rescue her so she could get a story, but also have a backup plan in case he didn't come. And that's a very dangerous plan. <laughs> Superman flies her home though to dry off and get in some fresh clothes, and he knows where Lois lives and just takes her there. And Lois is like, "How did you know where I live?" And Superman's like, "I'm Superman. I know where everyone lives." And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like they do stuff where like Superman can speak any language, you know, and he has like super intelligence. But I don't. I think Superman is lying in that scenario. I think Superman has been like, he knows who Lois Lane is, yeah. and he knows where Lois Lane lives. But I, that stood out to me. I just wanted to mention that. Superman's incredible ability to know everybody's address. But uh, we're still kind of talking about Charlie, the guy in the car. Superman does save him, but there's a lot of people that die when doomsday brought down an overpass and like it just fell on cars and things and like no survivors from that but some like fender benders that there's emts on the scene and stuff doomsday heads to a lexmart mall he goes shopping and he stops and watches a wrestling ad and dennis if you could read the secret number four that i just sent you then hey you yeah i'm talking to you come closer we don't want to miss a single moment of the greatest spectacle of professional wrestling I'm talking tag teams, I'm talking steel cages, I'm talking knockdown, drag out, grudge matches. I'm talking about War Bash 4000 this weekend at the Metropolis Arena, Arena, Arena. I'm Major Mayhem, Troopers, and I'm out for blood. I'm taking on the Mighty Gorilla, Ugly Ben Studley, and the Masked Bone Crusher, and I will prevail. This time it's war. Pro wrestling as you've never seen it before. This weekend at the Metropolis Arena, Metropolis Arena, Metropolis Arena. Now... 
Are you gonna go? In response to the in response to that ad, that was great, by the way, Dennis. I had to hold back a lot of laughing because I didn't want to cover up your incredible read of that. You. Um, you really, that's exactly what I wanted, and you brought the energy that I couldn't. I think for that, but Doomsday responds to this advertisement by saying "Ma True Please." <laughs> it's like spelled M H H T R R P L S S in all caps. That's how he learns about cities. <laughs> Yeah, that's how he connect. And I just, I remember that's a thing, like, before I started this whole project, like, I would, like, get these, I was just, like, amassing all these Superman comics because of working at a used bookstore where they were, like, 20 cents per copy, but I had half off discount, so it's, like, <laughs> a dime per comic to, like, amass most of these. And so I'd flip through them sometimes as I picked them up. And that sequence of Doomsday learn to go to metropolis because of a wrestling ad i thought was like so ridiculous and i could not like it's great yeah but, like there's a reason we don't see that in adaptations of this of this series they cut they've always cut that out yeah that part was not in the animated movie that we watched or the other animated movie that i watched on my own so in another awesome thing that I wasn't didn't really catch the first read through or second or third whatever. But there's a guy in the mall that Superman like swoops in and like hits Doomsday again, of course. But he sees Superman speeding by, and he calls him a red and blue blur. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Eight, eight years before Smallville was even like on TV, Dennis. That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a common thing that Superman is called the red blue blur in the comics but like i thought that was so dumb in the tv show when they it just always drove me crazy because they're like that's violet or purple you know yeah um okay but back to the thing lois and jimmy are covering superman and doomsday's fight from a helicopter hey guess what more helicopters <laughs> i think cat grant's also in a helicopter like that's where we're getting the news footage sent out Jimmy is just taking photographs and Lois is like dictating her story to someone back at Daily Planet. Lex Luthor 2 and Supergirl are still watching this fight on TV. And Lex Luthor 2 still doesn't want Supergirl to go help Superman. But he's really more annoyed about his mall being destroyed. And also the death toll is now over 100. At what point does Supergirl become suspicious that this Lex is actually villainous, you know? But she loves her Lexi. <laughs> and Doomsday stops at a Metropolis 60 Miles sign. And he says, Ma-tra-plus! Again. And Superman punches Doomsday away from people. And he knocks him flying into the mountain above Cadmus Projects. Also, he's like realizing that Doomsday is learning, you know, he's like talking now and stuff. So Superman fights Doomsday in that tree village habitat that I was talking about earlier and Guardian shows up and Doomsday just kicks down the habitat like on top of all of them. And this story ends for this issue with Doomsday is the only one left standing and he jumps away towards Metropolis (laughs) and people get ready. Doomsday is coming. And that's one of my first religious notes that you probably don't know because it's like this uh upbeat semi more current like gospel song you will hear in churches it was like 
People get ready. Jesus is coming, ready to take <laughs> us home. like yeah let's go to heaven let's all die yeah, that's great wow. isn't it you know what? i have not um, that's not a song that they play in catholic churches when i was growing up so i don't know that song it's i don't like i'm not a religious person i've just gone to services because of family and things but that song has actually like kind of earwormed its way into my head sometimes so that's why i mentioned it all right so we're halfway through these doomsday death of superman comics and we finished the second one. That means we're ready for the third news clip story about death of Superman. All right. Let me get ready again. All right. Three, two, one, dead. Man of Steel has proven to be as vulnerable as the mere mortals who've looked up to him for more than half a century. Superman died Wednesday. East Greg Agnew reports on a world without the first superhero. I think these yeah, I'm sad and disappointed by it. I feel like the uh, uh, what they're going to do now is probably uh, bring him back in a sort of like a um, more modern, a little less uh, interesting version. That's a terrible thing. One less fantasy figure. I mean, what are what are us women to do? <laughs> Who can we look up to if not Superman? Oh, Superman meets his it. demise at the hands of yeah, I like that lady. <laughs> in the 75th edition of the popular DC comic. There's a big fight between a character called Doomsday and Superman, and Superman is trying to protect Metropolis and his friends and the Lois and the other superheroes and uh, makes the ultimate sacrifice. Experts say the ultimate sacrifice could be profitable for collectors. It usually depends on how quickly a, a comic sells out. Well, it depends on how many people want the, uh, the particular issue. I mean, if there's 20 million people out there that want the two and a half million copies, then the laws of supply and demand will take hold. Regardless of how the masses feel, there's one special breed of expert who knows the true bottom line, the serious investor. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's, like, good or bad because, well, it doesn't really matter about the, the, um, the comic or, like, the person. This matters of how much money it, it costs it cost and how much money it's worth. Critics say the lure of future profits will force Superman to come back. Comics are a business, so they want to generate as much sales as they can, and, and anything they can bring in to generate the sales in terms of storylines or things of that nature, they'll, they'll do it. And, of course, the real experts are the ones who determine the lure of supply and demand. I'll get the first one. From Los Angeles, I'm Greg Agnew for E! News Daily. Coming up Thursday, day who did him in. Oh, there's another yeah. The Man of Steel has met his match in a battle to defend Metropolis. And from New York to Los Angeles, faithful readers are snapping up the final doomsday issue, even though many are skeptical about Superman's demise. Well, I think he'll come back as the same. It just, uh, they'll make up a story how he can come back, but he'll come back. He'll come back souped up. <laughs> you know, they souped up Superman. That, that's what it is. He's been America's greatest comic book hero for more than 50 years. Souped up Superman. And millions tuned in as Superman used his superhuman powers on the long-running TV series. Up, up, and away! But in recent years, Superman's had a tough time keeping up with the new high-tech comic book heroes. Even die-hard fans were becoming disappointed. Now they have these high-tech superheroes like that shoot things out of their hands and stuff. Like, have superpowers. I mean, he, has, he could fly, but that's... I don't know, I think he should have something else. 
And comic book store owners like Bill Leibowitz say the Man of Steel was badly in need of an overhaul. I think it's an opportunity to do something startling with the character and certainly hike up the sales. Golden Apple Comics, I think, is still around. Attention on comic books, comic books Hopefully this guy is still around. And to show the interest in, in this character. Just how Superman will return to the comic pages is anyone's guess. And two people who knew him best from the TV series, Jack Larson, who played cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, and Noel Neal, who played Lois, are keeping their fingers crossed. If we thought Superman would ever be back, mm -hmm from his supposed demise, we think yes, because he left this oh. with us. <laughs> and we're keeping it for him to claim it when he comes back. All right. I've got a little Superman well, shield. You think it's a hot item? It is. Based on advanced sales, the Superman death issue is already the best-selling issue in Superman comic book. Oh. Yeah, there's a thing where, like, a couple of these are, like, two clips edited together, and, like, they'll, like, start... Like, they'll, they'll already have started, like, in the thing, and then, like, they'll sometimes, like, not go all the way to the end to get clipped off before the end. It's it's really definitely from, like, someone's home videotapes that then got uploaded onto totally. YouTube. I think it's interesting just how cynical that little kid was, because he was super tiny, but he, like... I'm in comics for the money! <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you noticed it really like threw me off and I don't know why they did it, but the bad death of Superman comics were like upside down in the store. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, why? Like, did someone just not care that much or is it like stuff maybe falls out if it's right side up? I don't know. I don't know. But I noticed that also. That's a real upside down triangle. <laughs> yeah. An upside down. What is Superman shield? A pentagram? pentagon is it two three it's five-sided yeah i guess it is technically right yeah all right more trivia how does the war worlders taking over the underworld storyline wrap up in superman the man of steel number 19 a comic about superman fighting doomsday aren't you surprised <laughs> that like we get a wrap-up to that story uh, i am surprised here's what happens the war worlders have no idea what's going on with this and they plan like an invasion and they like go up above ground and they're like, fear us. Ha 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 ha. We have this ultimate death ray. We could defeat even Superman. And then Doomsday just bounces right in and smashes them into like mush. And then he bounces away and he's not even even aware that he wrapped up that storyline. That's a great story. <laughs> and that's 75% of what actually happens. So I'm going to give you the five points for that. Oh, wow. One. Awesome. Because he does basically, like, he's, like, doing his super bounding thing, and he just smashes through pavement into the underworld, and then, like, he doesn't jump on them, but he kills them, and we'll get into it. But the other options I came up with were they get sentenced to community service, or they escape in the confusion of Doomsday. So I just like to at least get my one joke uh, option in there each time, even if you guess it before the options. So Good job. You're, yeah, you know, you appreciate me, right, Dennis? <laughs> I do, buddy. Okay. Superman, the Man of Steel, number 19. Doomsday. They're all called Doomsday. It's like on the front cover. Or Doomsday is here. He's already came. Louis, Louis Simonson on story. John Bogdanov, penciler. Dennis Yonke or Janke. I forget how to pronounce these names. It's the inker. And it's number one in reading order for 1993. 
because even though these comics came out in November, they're dated January 1993. And these are all two panels per page are spread. And honestly, I think a lot of these are more impressive than the single panel splashes of Superman 75. Oh, yeah. But we'll you'll see for yourself as well. Uh, I mean, Dennis will. You won't as the listener unless you like go to my Twitter and I'll probably share some of these images and stuff. But, or you can read these comics too. I I wonder of our numbers of listeners if anyone's reading along. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm doing the work for you. Okay, so Doomsday breaks the neck of a guy at a construction site. That's how we start off. And then he like throws that guy who's already dead into a steel beam at the at the construction site and again repeated motifs just to let you know in advance here superman flies in and punches doomsday in the back and then he like just continues with that punch to fly into the air with doomsday he's trying to send him skyward and jimmy and lois in their helicopter get a view and jimmy says dennis if you read number five man this must be my lucky year those were some of the best shots i've ever gotten is that all it is? I forget. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Fabulous. That's a good. That's a good Jimmy. Did you get some practice from listening to the? We got to see the actor from the uh, the George Reeves. <laughs> yeah, that's show how that Jack played. Larson talks. Yeah, Jack Larson, which I like that they got no no Nell as well, or however you say your name. That was Lois Lane, and that Entertainment Tonight clip. I think it was. Yeah. But like Jack Jack Larson showed up for that one like local news like. <laughs> clip as well <laughs> you know he's he's ready he's, he's well he's willing to talk about superman. he had a cameo he's... in superman returns also wow he's that's so great he's a bartender I love that he... and he serves the new jimmy so they have like a moment together it's it's nice when actors seem to actually relish you know the thing the fandom that they're in mm-hmm. jimmy's really happy about these pictures he's getting a doomsday kick in superman's butt and we also see dubilex that you know, guy from Cadmus Labs that has the, the horns in his head and he's like a telepath. He reaches out to Guardian with his mental powers and then he tries to scan Doomsday's mind. But all he reads is that Doomsday has no thought but destruction. Dun, dun, dun. Like, that's a surprise at this point. I think Maxima also, like, tried to read Doomsday's mind in the Justice League comic we covered last time and she kind of got the same vibe. Yeah doomsday decides to just kick superman mid-air as they're flying and he knocks the wind out of superman and doomsday bounds away as superman crashes into another construction site ma and pa kent uh watch from tv and they're worried for their boy kent grant though she keeps yelling at her cameraman get closer get closer Cat, what are you doing shot. it's national news you know like you know, it, it, when you kill Superman in the comics or in real life, it's national news. <laughs> this is going to be covered uh, by an e-network. And then Doomsday falls into the underworld, and we already went over this basically, but I do like that this storyline gets wrapped up, which I really did not see happening at all, that the leader of the Warworld guys, he had that pink head that kind of looked like an exposed brain, and he's, like, shorter. He just gets his, like, head crushed by Doomsday can show you some of the mayhem of that maybe if i find it that in the bottom is like the leader guy with like just blood on the ground where uh, his head should there's be. no head there yeah he's dead definitely dead don't have to worry about war worlders again although i think at some point in future superman in the 90s there's like some 
storyline event called Underworld Unleashed. And so I think that means <laughs> something. Superman grabs Doomsday from behind. They're doing all these wrestling moves and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. The wrestling. And he tries to fly Doomsday out of the Underworld. And there's a big gas leak again, like at the gas station. And Doomsday's foot catches on an exposed power line. And we get another big explosion. This one's even bigger. It takes out, like, blocks, it seems like, and buildings and things. And the explosion happens while Lex 2 is having a press conference, basically to blame Doomsday on Superman. Because, you know, Doomsday seems so hell-bent on Superman that it must be Superman's fault, right? Uh, Lex... Your your and, Lex, your original Lex is showing. <laughs> and Supergirl for a third time asks Lex, like, I think I should go help Superman. And this time because cameras are there, I think, he tells Supergirl to go and help Superman. But she doesn't help so much as get her face bashed like into silly putty. Yeah. This is an amazing drawing. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's just yeah. This isn't what and, the kind of drawing you kind of expect from Superman comics. Like, this is real horror show. Yeah. And, oh, just briefly before that, though, as they are in the air fighting again, I guess after the explosion went off, Doomsday, like, pierces Superman's side with his bony elbow, just like Christ. <laughs> yeah, the sphere of Longinus. <laughs> and, and I also wanted to point out that, like, we've had, like, like four or five comics of Superman fighting Doomsday up to this point, but like he's looked pretty like much intact up until now. Like he's looking a lot worse for wear. Like he's finally like really taking some damage, you know. But he doesn't look nearly as bad as Supergirl has <laughs> pointed out. And she like completely loses her shape shifting ability when she falls to the ground. She's just like this purple formless shape with her eyeballs looking. sticking out. Yeah, very cartoony. Man, it's like I love the just the extremes that Bogdanov can push with his art and like it still feels of a whole with, you know, the other drawings and everything. Okay, and also Professor is he a professor? What does he, what is he t- Hamilton anyway? He's uh on the roof with Mildred and Bibbo and they've got a laser cannon ready to help out Superman to shoot Doomsday. They get off one shot. Why is Bibbo teaming up with Professor Hamilton here? <laughs> They're buddies. It's explained in the novel. Uh, okay. Um, uh. If you want to know, I can fill in the gaps because because this this was very planned out. This event of you know killing Superman. I mean, it's, I guess Star Labs is shut down at this point. Maybe it's been a long time since we talked about Star Labs. So he doesn't have any assistance. He's just like I'll call he my just son. has his own personal laboratory. Yeah, and. Maybe we could have gotten the backstory of how this scenario happened if we didn't spend like five pages on Charlie and his flying car in the last <laughs> issue. But they shoot Doomsday. It doesn't really seem to affect him, but he's annoyed. And he Doomsday crashes down onto the roof on top of them. But don't worry, they're all fine. They have those protective force belts like in Panic in the Sky. So they, they can jump off the roof of the building and they'll be fine. And... Superman is badly beaten, but he finds time to rescue Keith, that kid that prays to Superman, because Superman is a religious icon. And what does Keith say, Dennis? What does Keith say? Read number six, please. What is that doomsday monster? Did somebody build him? 
Like a giant Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah, there was a giant Dr. Frankenstein that built the beast <laughs> creature. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's what that kid meant. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't think so? Okay. But in action comics uh, that we've already covered, but I just didn't mention it in that issue, Superman also was pondering about Doomsday's origin, I guess, as I hinted at. Dennis, if you'd read number seven, those were Superman's thoughts about Doomsday. He's more single-minded than Drago was, and he seems even more irrational than Lobo, if that's possible. There's a frightening thought. Lobo's given me a hard time more than once, but Lobo's power, his rage, doesn't begin to compare to Doomsday's. I swear, the harder I fight, the more Doomsday likes it. He's been fighting most of the day, but he still seems as eager and as strong as ever. If he has energy reserves as extensive as mine, I may be in trouble. Nice. And he also, Superman wonders, maybe Doomsday was created by Cadmus, or like he could have imagined that the original Lex Luthor was responsible for creating Doomsday. The one line in there about Doomsday having power reserves that matches Superman's like that is something that actually makes sense in the novel. Oh. I'll say the death and life of Superman. Apparently, before Doomsday shows up, Superman's having Hamilton run like tests to kind of check Superman power levels, and like finds out that like when he uses a lot of powers, it sometimes takes him a while to like build up that reserve again. So, like, he can reach a point where, like, he gets, like, because he got blown up by, like, nuclear weapons, like, a couple of times, and, like, he survived them, but it took him a day or two to, like, get back to fighting shape sort of thing. So, in in the fight, in the, the book, like, Superman is pondering this as, like, I have to really give it my all, because, like, I don't know, like, the power levels that Doomsday is at versus, you know, right. Superman's He's at. like, I could run out at some point during this battle. Right, but and if he does, then like, what's going to stop Doomsday then? You know, because he's just a force of destruction that will not stop. Uh, but back to the fight. The Special Crimes Unit, SCU, led by Maggie Sawyer and Turpin, they show up with their special blaster weapons, and Doomsday's just like laughing it off, like he's getting hit by all these guns. Speaking of he, guns, uh, Maggie is not wearing sleeves, and she's got some guns of her own. Yeah, she's ready to show off to match somewhat the skin that doomsday is showing because at this point he's down to just his swimming trunks and his ugg boots and he's got his mane of hair is flowing free in the wind he's he's rocking that look you know with his spiny bone protrusions everywhere doomsday can get it all right but doomsday does get turpin and he sends him he punches him and sends him flying he also sends a squad car flying superman catches turpin and tells the cops to vamoose to get out of there and superman decides like i was talking about with the novel that to really not hold back anymore and go for gusto with doomsday and he i think this is the first time at least i can tell from the fights that like he draws blood from doomsday he also knocks some of the bone protrusions from his face kind of loose but doomsday the little dickens he sticks his knuckle claws right into superman's previous open wound on his side so like he's just really getting in there it's going for blood laughing. and was it that one i have to think i want to see that image again yeah yeah he's having fun there all right some guys with jetpacks and shot cannons show up they mentioned cadmus labs providing the weapons so maybe they're from there but i wasn't sure if they were like lex luther has his like you know fighters that have 
jetpacks and things too. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. But the the cannon blasts like are beating down both on Superman and Doomsday as they wail on each other. And this issue ends with Superman saying, Your rampage ends here, Doomsday, even if it kills me. And then he thinks to himself as blood pours out of his face and all of his orifices, Metropolis is where I draw the line. Wow. Dramatic. All his orifices. Okay, so... (laughs) That was the third comic, and we are ready for the fourth one, but before that, let's watch the last news clip that we got. All right. I'm ready. All right. From E.T. again. Yeah. They just love it. Look at that, Tesh. All right. (laughs) Three, two, one, Tesh. And I'm Mary Hart. Everyone said it was impossible that Superman could be dead. Now it appears that everyone was right. Entertainment Tonight has the scoop on the return of the Man of Steel, and there aren't enough capes to go around. He was conquered by an evil warrior named Doomsday in November. But faster than a speeding bullet, Superman will be zooming back to the comic There's that guy getting thrown April. into the pole. And DC Comics editor yeah. Mike Carlin says the new Man of Steel will be better than ever. When all is said and done, most readers should get the kind of Superman they like the best. In the current issue, Superman's mm. death is being mourned worldwide. Are they worldwide. hinting at the Even President-elect Bill Clinton and his wife Hillary are shown delivering a eulogy. But come April, Superman will reappear in four different forms, according to Carlin. Yeah. What we see at the end of this issue are four people who claim to be Superman. And we don't know if any of them are yet. The final sketches are still being put together, but Carlin says Superman will take the form of a super-powered teenager, a steel worker, a determined warrior, and a cyborg from space. So they got the they cyborg and eradicator to have yeah. bits and pieces of what Superman was all about. And the mystery they totally could have given E.T. the actual images. You know, like, they had them at this point. They give these the white silhouettes. Yeah. The apparent key to Superman's return happens when his foster father, Jonathan Kent, slips into a coma and meets the Man of Steel between life and death. Both struggle to save the other, and Superman returns soon afterwards. As for reports, Superman will also return to Mary Lois Lane. Nothing's official yet, but Carlin says everything will be resolved in the end. Hopefully, we will be able to get all these characters together in one place and sort out all the answers. The first issue of The Return of Superman will be out by April 15th. The original death issue has already become a collector's item worth up to $75. Hey, 75 bucks. Right, for issue number 75 of Superman. I also, I didn't notice till this time that, like, one of the images they showed towards the end there was the cover for the trade paperback of Death of Superman. Oh, yeah. So it's like they had that at the ready already, and it's like, Superman 75 has gone into like three or four printings, you know, and I got to think about like, I actually have, I'm sure I might've had a different case, but like the one I have is a second printing even for this now, but the people buying it up and thinking it was worth so much money, they probably would go into comic shops and buy like five or 10 copies of the third or fourth printing. And, and like, not have know. No, yeah. Yeah. There's a little Roman numeral two for the second printing in the, like right above the flying Superman above the inverted triangle there. Nah. But, oh wait, I need to give you a quiz question. These trivia, or the, the media clips are th- uh, throwing me off. This issue. All right, well, you've already gotten more than enough points to read a Superman comic. I'm excited what you will pick for next before we get to 
funeral for a friend stuff. Okay, at the end of Superman 75, two Justice Leaguers show up just a little too late to help out Superman because he dead. Who who are those two Justice Leaguers, Dennis? Uh, Martian Manhunter and Batman. Ooh, not an option, but I'll give you those options. A, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Man, I that was not meant to be a pause. I forgot that it was like two. So Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, Maxima and Fire, or Bloodwind and Ice. Okay. As far as I knew, most of these people were in like comas. Um, yeah, they, they took some hits. Who was Maxima, Maxima teamed up with? Fire. Okay, so I thought Fire and Ice were both out, but I guess not. I'll say Maxima and Fire. Ooh, close, but no cigar. It's Bloodwind and Ice. And I want to take some time here to... They were uh, so close to be... If they had an Earth character, they could have Earth, Wind, and Fire all, like, in the Justice League. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, you said Martian Manhunter is your blind guess. I want to talk about Bloodwind. We don't talk about Bruno, but we need to talk about Bloodwind and Kevin. Bloodwind is actually Martian Manhunter impersonating Bloodwind. But Bloodwind is apparently a dude that does exist that has powers. (laughs) Why is this happening? Justice League is crazy. (laughs) And there was like one image. I don't remember if it was action or adventure. It might have been. I think it was adventure. Adventures of Superman. Because that house was on fire and stuff. I guess there's a sequence where Bloodwind is like in the house fire and he's holding up the things. And then he like afterwards he won't seek medical attention. He just like disappears on his own. And that's supposed to be your hint that it's Martian Manhunter. Because Martian Manhunter has the stuff with fire, you know, things. But why is Martian Manhunter pretending to be this (laughs) Bloodwind guy that like is just a big mystery and nobody in the Justice League even knows who this guy is? I'm sure you would need to be reading a lot of Justice League comics to to understand why. I have read some of the Justice League (laughs) with the Dan Jurgens, and when he shows up, he's just this big mystery character that nobody knows who he is and he keeps to himself. At one point, he shapeshifts to look like, is it a Guardian? What are the little blue guys with the uh, Green Lantern? Yeah, what are those guys? Maybe Guardians, yeah from oa right yeah i'm sorry but like i i i would like to go like one episode where i don't get like worked up about like how hard it is to follow this continuity yeah and i feel like the name dan jurgens is usually close behind whenever i'm frustrated like this but um we're talking about superman 75 the death of superman or doomsday see on the front this time it says death of superman instead of doomsday Doomsday doesn't get top billing anymore. <laughs> um, Dan Jurgens is doing words and pictures, and Brett Breeding is doing finished art. And this is reading order number two for 1993. And like I pointed out, my copy is a second in printing, and all the splash pages are single panels. That That's a stupid sentence, David. Why did you write that? All the pages are single panels or splash pages. So the fight continues... And I got to say, first off, I think it's the last image in there, but the best drawing that Jurgens did of Doomsday and Superman fighting may be from the shiny cover to the Wizards Superman Tribute Edition, published April 1993. And we can maybe talk about that a little bit, but I don't want to do that right now. Okay. <laughs> so helicopters and jetpack guys seem way too close to Doomsday and Superman fighting on the ground. Doomsday shoves Superman into the pavement, then and also repeated motifs again, like like within even the issues. But 
like the the title page doomsday is like lifting superman above his head and it looks like doomsday's already won the fight and we're like two pages into this comic like doomsday is just laughing it off superman's all bloody and stuff you know and superman gets hurled into a helicopter uh the one with lois and jimmy oh no and he's able to i think the pilot it's more clear in the novel as well that the pilot like it's knocked out so superman sets down their helicopter to but he doesn't have time to fly them to like a or the energy really to fly them away from the danger of the fight and uh jimmy makes an observation at this point dennis if you'd read number eight with your jimmy olsen impersonation again man i don't believe this i may be getting the greatest pictures ever but it's costing us half the city what a dick i mean like i've been rooting for jimmy for so long like with all the troubles he went through and he's just like man i'm gonna get a lot of he's like that little kid buying the comic books like oh boy this means a lot of money for jimmy these shots of superman dying i'm gonna make some serious scratch but yeah jimmy's been through um, some hard times he was just dressed like a turtle yeah, but you think he'd be getting... He's a star of a kid's TV show. Why is he not making more money? Why is he still obsessed with money? Yeah. But Lois is thinking more about her, her fiancé, Clark Kent slash Superman. Did you know that Clark Kent and Superman are the same person, Dennis? It hasn't come up in this what? recent uh, events. Yeah. Oh, my to, gosh. Wait, you're telling me Lois don't. has been cheating on her fiancé with her fiancé? Yeah. But most people don't know that Clark Kent is Superman, so it might look a little weird when, in the middle of this fight, Superman just, like, full-on, like, sucks face with Lois Lane while Jimmy's snapping photos. It's fine. They're covered in the fog of war. And, Dennis, if you would please read number nine. Number nine. You must always... You must remember, no matter what happens, I'll always love you. Always. Yeah, that's Superman talking to Lois. I forgot what number nine was. Okay, Superman flies really angrily at Doomsday, and he punches him right in the crotch. And then uh, <laughs> they crash through a building. A Doomsday pile drives Superman into the pavement again, but this time it's like head first, and like Doomsday's holding Superman's feet. Just more real wrestler moves. Yeah. And then Jimmy Olsen used to be Superman's pal, but now he's saying stuff like, what, Dennis, in number 10? Stay back, Miss Lane. We don't need to get that close to get a decent picture. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> happening. Lois Lane is going closer so she can get better pictures of Superman getting beaten to a pulp by Doomsday. But no, Lois is wanting to help Superman help how i don't really know but she's lost in the moment she doesn't know what she's doing she's acting purely on emotions right now right yeah superman pops up from the ground to save lois and jimmy and there's a really weird arm coming out of doomsday's leg in that drawing where we're seeing doomsday from behind from his butt um, yeah that's super weird that's drawing super weird because it looks like he should be positioned with like half of his torso super low but we can yeah, see... Yeah, it's like he's really bending over. We can it. see that's not happening because we can see the sky above his other leg. So his torso should be there. Yeah, I really kind of want to take the time to like zoom out and draw what his whole body would look like. And maybe like <laughs> try to figure out to like flip and see what from the front, like for Lois and Jimmy, what that figure looks like to them. Yeah, you know, they'd be the terrified. He's like suddenly his arm is twice as long as it should be. Yeah, if you thought Doomsday was scary before... <laughs> 
but, uh, talking about Doomsday's butt, Superman decides to punch Doomsday right in the butt this time. And Lois says something, Dennis, number 11. What is he? What does he want? He wants destruction and death. Yeah. And this is while Superman heat vision blasts Doomsday. And Lois is like two inches away from all of this. And this is part of like what I was saying with the Man of Steel sequences maybe being more dynamic than these full page spreads. Some of them like they're really cropped in sometimes, you know, for like where they they don't read so much as splash pages to me as just a single panel that happens to take up the whole page yeah and i'd say the it's really hard to tell the perspective on this one because lois looks like twice the size of superman and she's so close to the heat vision yeah i gotta say i bring it up like i brought it up before i'll bring it up again i bring it up all the time savage dragon it there was an issue of savage dragon where he did all single splash pages and it was really good and he was, I guess, inspired by a Walt Simonson Thor issue that I haven't personally seen, but that was like all splash pages that is dynamic. But he, Eric Larson then outdid himself like 10 years later or something. He did an issue that was all two-page spreads, and it's really good. I forget what issue number it is because I'm just bringing it up now, but I recommend that comic if you want to see some good, like, just splash pages, fighting, action like the, it reads well and everything anyway yeah since you're bringing that up that remind like i think restrictions you put on yourself as a creator can really improve your work like if you are going to just be like all right all one page panels are all or all two page panels like you can really stretch your boundaries and become a better cartoonist from restrictions like that but like editorial mandates like that don't create good comics you know clearly Dan Jurgens' storytelling wasn't up to this task. And it reminds me of, like, when Marvel did their, like, Nuff Said month, where every comic yeah. had to be, like, silent. I love silent comics. Like, most of my favorite comics, like, I really think silent comics are, like, kind of, like, the ultimate form of the medium. But those were bad comics because, like, a lot of those people couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's making an event thing as opposed to, like, a reason for doing it. I, I remember the Nuff said when that happened, although I maybe have a like weirdly like reversed memory in my head because I didn't read, I don't think like many of them at all. Uh, the only one I read was the Ecstatics one, which was great right with like dupe mainly so i like i think in my head i must have thought like well everyone just went really all out for this silent some of them couldn't said just didn't make any sense like um oh because they needed those captions that say the exact same thing that are like in the images all right well we like comics though let's uh not <laughs> beat them up too much i'm just and, thinking about the structure of like how they and there how they are did these comics you know and some stuff is communicated well. I do like how Dan Jurgens draws Superman. Like, I feel like of the Superman artists at this time, like, his is kind of like if there were to be a model sheet of, like, how you should draw Superman, like, his would be the one, you know? Like, it's just, like, probably the most solid. Like, he has Superman down. Like, he knows Superman. Even when they're weird anatomy things sometimes. But anyway, where are we? Superman fighting doomsday that's happening right superman punches doomsday in the butt we got that (laughs) okay doomsday uses a knee spike to cut superman's face doomsday then cuts into superman's face with his knuckle spikes and laughs ha ha 
I'll, uh, Nelson Mutz, maybe not that high-pitched when he laughed, I guess, but... He made me bleed my own blood! I was trying to avoid the negative things, but this is this one image was really unclear to me, and I had to, like, look at it for quite a while. Superman's, like, finally... Th he's thinking that he's, like, finally figured out how to damage Doomsday, and it's while, like, Superman's... And Doomsday's, like, hands are, like, locked together. It looks like they're, like, holding hands, and... But he... He's, I guess, kicking the knee spike off of Doomsday. Like, he's breaking one of Doomsday's spikes. And it seems to hurt Doomsday. So, but, like, this is, like, three quarters of the way into this comic at this point, And, like, Superman's finally hurting Doomsday after, like, getting, like, beaten, like, so badly for so long. Superman and Doomsday are wailing on each other right in front of Daily Planet. The windows are shattering from their punches while people look on. And they jump in for one last punch. They both connect, and I guess that's it. The, that that's it. how it goes down. They just punch each other so hard at the same time that they both they both die. And <laughs> okay, it's not really communicated in the images like we were talking about. And where it is communicated is in is in a like a bunch of text boxes, and they're doing the heavy lifting. And Dennis, I'm going to have you do some of the heavy lifting and read this is edited down too. like it's not all of the text boxes but okay number 12 <clears throat> like weary boxers who gave the distance the combatants collide in one last explosive effort in the years to come a few witnesses will tell you of the power of these final punches that they could literally feel the shock waves others will remember the enormous crater that resulted from the sheer force of the blows but most will remember this day as the day the proudest, most noble man they ever knew finally fell. Sorry. For those who loved him, one who would call him husband, one who would be his pal, for those who would call him son, this is the darkest day they would ever imagine, for this is the day that Superman died. Some of that's pretty flowery. I do like mm -hmm. some of it, though, but like the thing about the proudest most noble man or whatever it's like yeah that's how you describe super superman right like what um <laughs> with pride and nobility so ma and pa can't they cry and hugging hug each other in front of an image of lois cradling superman on tv ice and bloodwind show up as we talked about but they're too late along with next to ice and bloodwind is this girl with a bugs bunny sweater who was kind of featured primarily and it's like i don't is that supposed to be someone i kind of wonder like some of the background people around the death of superman if those are like people that work in the dc offices or like their kids and so, you right. know because like just filling in people i feel like if you're um, gonna draw a looney tunes character it should be porky pig because the, the, that's all folks <laughs> that's a good point i my main thought i was like i was like oh bugs bunny but then it was interesting i was like it's kind of weird that they just like drew this character that they don't own, but now like Warner does own right, DC, yeah. so it is under the same umbrella. And anyway, Superman's dying. <laughs> Let's get back to that. Lois tells Superman that he saved everyone and that he can finally relax. And as Superman dies, Jimmy decides to snap a photo at the back of Lois's head for some reason. And yeah, it seems like this would be a much better picture if he was where the drawing takes place. Where the viewer is yeah. looking, where we are looking, yeah. The back cover advertises, like, funeral for a friend and, like, all the issues to get for that. Just to thrice, try to throw some compliments. I do like that, like, the last pages is a fold-out 
of like Superman up and then down, and he's looking very Christ-like, like that statue of yeah, Mary holding Mary. um yeah. yeah. There was, in all my internet rabbit holing of like media things and stuff, Dan Jurgens mentioned how the one thing that he I guess wasn't happy about maybe from the Superman's death is that in like the trades and like reprints that like that fold out thing like they didn't do that so it doesn't have the same impact but i see I that's see. it superman's dead we did it we killed superman <laughs> and well we didn't personally kill him but i do have another trivia question did you happen to listen to that simpsons clip I that did, I sent yeah. you? so i won't be able to i tried to like get the video but you know like something about disney plus didn't want me to grab the the video of for copyrighted material uh i feel like you shouldn't even mention disney plus in this <laughs> what <laughs> i think i'll get a copyright strike on my podcast that's listened to by 12 people <laughs> i guess you're uh, right we don't have to worry about it this is like you know if you're a twitch streamer and you have a low follower count you can probably just air whole <laughs> movies and nobody cares and in fact my friend rick v does that check out video boom usa where he'll show movies that will only have been released on vhs usually he hasn't done a stream in a while though but it's fun to watch along and make fun of it but yeah i happen to be watching simpsons there's a podcast i listen to i forget what it's called but it's just a simpsons recap podcast and it got up to that episode where alan moore and dan Klaus and art spiegelman show up it takes a weird turn in the second half of the episode where Homer's getting plastic surgery and stuff. But anyway, it's called Husbands and Knives, season something, season 19, episode seven. <laughs> the opening, Bart is flipping through comics at the comic book store and he finds Death of Superman. Lame, 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 have it, lame. Superman dies, Aquaman dies, Casper dies, Caveman Robin, Black Robin, Born Again Robin. <gasps> Whoa! The infamous Wolverine comic with pop-out claws! Why was this so controversial? <laughs> Did you have anything you wanted to say about that? Uh, oh yeah, I wanted to quiz you on it, actually. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so, you know, they showed the death of Superman, the death of Aquaman, and the death of Casper, which is funny. And so he's surrounded by these Harvey characters. And I wanted to quiz you to see oh, no. if you could name how many Harvey characters that are surrounding Casper's dead body, which is very funny because he's a ghost. Yeah. How many of them you could name? Because I think I can name four of them, but not all of them. Well, I want to point out that I really like this gag in The Simpsons, but it should have been funeral for a friend, not the death of Superman, because Superman's in the casket and his friends are around him. And it's not. Okay. Well, we've got, shoot, <laughs> we got Baby Huey in there. Is it Little Red Devil or something like that? There's like a literal, like, kid devil there. Mm-hmm. But you don't know his uh, name. Baby Devil. And then Casper's Dumb Uncles or whatever. I don't remember. Har- Har- I think it says Harry Comics. It doesn't say Harvey Comics. I can't remember. What's the witch? There's the witch girl. There's a little girl that looks like. She's the kid version of someone from Little Abner, and then there's like a chubby 
girl. I don't know. I don't know. I know Baby Huey. I guess I know nobody. Yeah. Oh, you got Baby Huey. So there's on the left is L- Lil Dot. Above uh, above oh. her is Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff. I I like that name. Now that I remember that, that's a good name. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the name of Casper's of the bullies. I don't know if they're officially his uncles or his siblings or what. I don't remember. <laughs> Because I don't think I've ever really read Casper comics. Wendy the Witch and Baby Huey. And I also don't know the name of the larger girl, who I think was like Little Dot's bully, maybe? That girl just likes Dots. Which is another Simpsons quote. I just wanted little, to... Little Lotta is the... Because I guess she likes a lot of food. Oh my gosh. The um, ghostly trio are known as Fatso, Stretch, and Stinky, at least according to the Casper fandom dot wiki so now we have that answered. and because you have this savage dragon comic that has hellboy that reminds me hellboy jr did you ever read any hellboy jr i've grabbed some of them i haven't read them i'm not i'm not i like hellboy i just haven't read a lot of it. <laughs> hellboy jr is a little more raunchy or offensive oh really yeah because like it's bill ray right and yeah so he has the character in there that's a parody of baby huey whose name i don't think i can i I can really say on this podcast, it's tell me afterward. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do still have a bonus question for you. I'm glad you pointed out the Savage Dragon comic thing. I put that in there because the episode that I just put out today, we were talking about that gorilla that has the brain of Adolf Hitler in it. And I was like, <laughs> I think that's from a Savage Dragon thing. And you're like, I'm pretty sure it's a Hellboy thing. And we were both right. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. <laughs> it's a Hellboy crossover in Savage Dragon. I'm a little bit more right because it is in the Savage Dragon comics. But um, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. So your bonus question. What video game ad is on the back cover of all Superman comics dated December 1992? And your hint is that the tagline is brain transplant 3999, which may sound familiar. It does sound familiar. Oh my gosh, so you're making me recall something we've already talked about on this podcast. I snuck it in. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's uh, I'm a sneaky boy. <laughs> it's Frankenstein's Punch-Em-Ups. Huh? That's, my, that's my guess. That's close. So you're maybe thinking of choice A, Dr. Franken, which was like a Frankenstein-type game. Or B, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest or C X Zone. I'll say Dr. Franken, and but I don't think I'm right. No, that was the ad for the November 1992. <laughs> it had a different tagline and but I thought the tagline for this game made sense for the Dr. Franken, mm-hmm. so I switched them around and I tricked you good. So no points for you on that. It was the Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. I wanted to go over the wizard top 100 for like these issues because of like the sales being so high you know for superman comics i will say i guess it might spoil if i'd want to use it for a bonus question later but with the the reprintings and things for that month that like superman 75 first printing and second printing are in like the top 100 and the first printing is number one like it went from being like towards the bottom yeah of the top 100 to like for one issue at least and we'll see maybe in the future i might bring this segment back for the issues i have that match up like how many that matches up to all right you got two points you got four points you got five more points that's nine points you got 
no points for that question and no points for the last question. So what I say, nine? Nine plus two forty seven is two fifty six. All right. So you get to read a comic next time. Alright, I'll have to decide on a comic. It'll be it'll be interesting to go from all this like death of Superman stuff to something random. That's You know it'd be fun, but I don't know if you'd have the ability to it maybe in the classics collection you might have it or something, but they have, I guess, killed Superman in the past, but like it would usually just be within the issue, and then he'd come back to life. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah. I don't not to like dictate what <laughs> you read, but like yeah, if I'm I could find sure. something like that, I remember him dying in an episode of like Super Friends or like whatever Super Friends was called in its like third season, where it got, became more serious, maybe. But I remember him oh. dying in a cartoon. Super Friends, really? Wow. And then it turned out it was kryptonite poisoning, so like uh, they shot his dead body into space, and the sun revived him, or something like that. All right. Well, I, like I said, I got this wizard commemorative thing of the death of. There's really nothing about, or like very little. There's like an article. It's just like BS articles, like it would be in Wizard magazine. Yeah. Where it's like, I didn't learn anything from this. The most there was interesting things of like some like old timers kind of ragging on the death of Superman storyline, like that, you know, they just didn't like it, but the back cover is like this advertisement for a company called dynamic forces, Inc, where it's teasing the, you know, the reign of Superman, that there's going to be four different Superman and you can buy for fifty nine ninety nine, you get adventures of Superman number 500, 10,000 signed and numbered copies of the special collector's version of adventures of Superman 500 each copy signed by all five contributing artists, Dan Jurgens, Brett Breeding, John Bogdanov, Jackson Geis, Jeesh. In later comics, this guy that is Jackson, whatever, he goes by Butch. But anyway, Tom Grummet is the other one. For just $159.99, Dennis, Dang. you can get one of 10,000 signed and numbered of the all four of the first like reign of the Superman like signed by just the artists, the writers don't matter, I guess, and also the Adventures of Five of Superman Five Hundred that I mentioned already. So that's big uh, money for ninety two, ninety three bucks. Well, and also this is like I feel like really trying to take advantage of people. I guess it's a little bit of a benefit for the signatures, but it, they're kind of it's not. I wouldn't pay that much. Yeah, and that's all I got. So. I will post some things. I'll probably post these news clips for people to have fun to watch. And maybe that'll get some people to check out the podcast in general on my Twitter, Awesome Yoder. And Dennis, where will you be posting news clips about the death of Superman? Probably on my Twitter, which is Dennis Comics, D-E-N-I-S-C-O-M-I-X. And that's also my Instagram and my dot com. And my Patreon is Dennis St. John. And I'm on the podcast Buffy Virgin nice and uh, please come back next time don't be a lex loser you got to come back and help us mourn our friend superman it's a funeral for a friend eight comics for a funeral for a friend maybe even nine or ten because of those (laughs) justice league comics it'll be fun so many all right let's mourn let's mourn together maybe more judeo-christian things will happen People get ready, doomsday is coming. And we'll be going home. People get ready, doomsday is coming. Protect-